Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Howdy, folks. Happy Thursday. Uh, Ak will be here in a few minutes. We're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to do some segments on movies. Uh, overrated, underrated, best. Today is is a, is like low-hanging fruit. It's the worst. The worst movies. And we're not going to just do like hockey. Hockey, baseball, football, basketball. I noticed in my uh, assembling my list, there are so many friggin' bad baseball movies. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I just did one though. It, it's hard. Baseball right. park. But, yeah, but um, but we'll start with the. We have to justify it. You can't just oh, say yeah. the name. Oh, don't worry. I don't have mm-hmm. any problem justifying. It. There's a bunch of crap. Really I did a top five based on your request, including one I watched on a, my number one was a, while watching on a flight coming back. Oh, from I didn't Moscow. do top five. I just did one of each. I did. I did five. I, I'll give you the number one because it was, it was a horror show of a movie. That's fine. Okay. But, uh, okay, uh, Russ, start with the pre-show. Well, here's the first item. Uh, just saw this in the New York Daily News. Buster only reported that even if there's no baseball season, A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lunau will have served their suspensions. Oh, what a load of crap. And I can't tell you the, re- the visceral reaction yeah. that has come out of that. And the hatred now towards Rob Manfred, like this is one of the worst decisions he's ever made. This is what happens with service. This is what happens with service time being added. It became it, it set a precedent. Yeah. And then everybody else was like, well, if ever then if, if the clock is running, it's running on me then. But I don't and, know anybody that likes the service time. That's the funny thing. I right. couldn't find one person that likes no, it. Let me, let me, not the p- person, the players like the, play, oh yeah, the, the players, players like love it. it. That's the let, trade-off. Let me say this carefully so people don't misunderstand, okay? When 9-11 happened, mm. there was probably only one person in the United States that was happy, not because of what happened, but was happy that there was something so traumatic, so, you know, big that it took his name off of the news cycles. And that was Gary Condit, the congressman who was accused of killing Chandra Levy. I think he was somebody, somebody she, he was having oh. an affair with or somebody who worked. He was like, he was on like every new show, you know, Nancy Grace and everything. I remember. Yep. Yeah. And, when 9-11 happened, he had, his name disappeared. And then years later, they found Chandra Levy's body, and it was something yeah. like he, was not, he wasn't even part of it. But he was being excoriated. He was being destroyed. And not, he wasn't happy that there was a terrorist event, but that yeah. was, that was a, a healthy byproduct for him. That's what the Houston Astros are benefit, benefiting from the coronavirus because yep. nobody's talking about the Astros because there are no games. They're probably not going to get booed when the games come back. Because no, I still think they're going to. My I mean, I hope so because they're they so have long memories. But I, do you would do you would what are your thoughts here that the Astros will re, will be rehiring Lunau and Hinch at the, no. the end of this? No. I think they'll be. Um, I think they they might rehire. They will try and rehire Hinch. Yes. They will. 
Yes. I don't know about Lou now. I don't think so. I think the Lou now probably not, but Hinch. I, I, it all depends on. I mean, what happens yeah. with. But the thing is, I think is, the ownership was fed how up. How long is the deal with Dusty? Is it for one year? Well, uh, one. I think so. I think it's one. Yeah. So at the so time he may there, never manage. And that's the crazy part, exactly. The fact that he may never, ma you know, he may he may not ever manage, and Hinch is back in the job after that. That's going to be. And there's talk about Boston bringing Cora back. Well, how about this? Where's the investigation for I, Boston? I know. I was going to say the same thing. It's not like they have a lot of things to do right now. How about finishing up the investigation? I'm telling you, Rob Manfred is doing the worst. I used to think Bud Selig was the worst. Not even close now. Not even close. Now, Mike. Yeah. I stumbled on something yesterday, maybe a black hole in your childhood. I'm not sure what it is, but there's a, <laughs> there's a company called Drake's. Yes. Very well known for, for snack cakes. I brought up a, a basically a hot take, mm -hmm. a food take that ring dings are better than ding dongs. Cause ding dongs were to me, knockoffs of, of ring dings, the hostess knockoff. Anthony knows like Anthony, do you have a favorite of one of the two? So here's the thing. I grew up honestly, because I, I as you guys know, I had a my my parents ran a grocery store in yeah. South Philadelphia. So for the most part, we had specifically Tasty Cake and okay. um, and Edmonds. Okay, and that was pretty much it. So for me, so any other ones, I never even like I didn't even partake in it in, in, in any of those things, especially along the lines of Drake's or anything like that. Till maybe in college, and okay, and that's and and, 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 and I hate to say, I mean Tasty Cakes because they were local. But there is no ring ding equivalent in the tasty cake world. You'd have to go to a supermarket, and because of my, my experience is sort of very when okay. it comes to that stuff like that is very. And that's the thing. I've had it. I was just like it always paled to tasty cake. I didn't. Me I didn't realize that one's local. I didn't realize that the, they were all. I mean, Hostess is not regional. At least I don't think it is. I thought it was all over the country. Well, it's in parts. It's like everything else. Nothing is all over the country. Okay. All these snake snake. Snack companies are regional to some degree. Now, Lay's obviously moved out yeah. to the point they're all over the country. But I just couldn't believe that you've never tried anything from Drake's, like a devil dog. No. I had a devil dog. I did. Those were good. Those were pretty solid. Although they're good. They're a little dry. Added, but they're good. Yeah, that. You needed to drink something with them. You had to have that sort of yes. in your mouth. Now, yeah, no, we were strictly a hostess area. That's why Ho-Ho's, uh, um, Suzy Q's, which were right. – you know the the big fat pieces of chocolate cake and a lot of cream. Right, exactly. Uh, they're they're cupcakes. Yeah, the cupcakes were always solid. Yeah, the cupcakes were great. I I had the I had the the unpopular take of that that uh, I prefer the orange cupcakes than the uh, than the chocolate ones for for. Hosting. And you down it with Tang, didn't you, Mike? <laughs> so I mean, look, the snowballs were fantastic. Snowballs were good. Yeah, that's just it's amazing to me that no, never. Seven hours north of New York, you didn't get it, but Philly gets Drake's. A lot of places get it. In the same state, it's amazing you would not get something that we would get. Now, ice cream, I could see it, right, because there's a lot of local ice yeah, cream yeah. places. So, like, when you talked about that company that sent me an email that time, well, well, well only what was your local – what was your version of, like, the Turkey Hill local company of yours? Perry's. Perry's, Perry's, Perry's right. Perry's. When they sent me something, I had never heard of Perry's before, but that's because – you know, local ice cream is sure. really local. Yeah, and Turkey Hill is disgusting. It really is. It's terrible. No, it's not. It What's wrong with you? Gross. The ice cream or the ice cream? The ice cream. Uh, about that, I, I, at least I. It's had pretty it. solid. I think it's pretty solid. It's, I, I, then again, I'm also partial to, and they don't. I don't even know if they don't even put it out anymore. 
was at, at, the, at the Phillies games, they had the Grand Slam. Now, El Guapo. I love uh, Grand Slam. That's around anymore. It's El not, which, which, was, which is a killer for me because that was one of the things. Well, hold on. Before you put El Guapo, hold on. The one thing I was going to say is, look, I, I'm a New Yorker where basically it was like Briars and, and those kinds of companies. And then eventually Haagen-Dazs got on. Yeah, we saw Briars at my dad's store. It was mo- just about Briars pretty much. Right. And, and yeah. But again, Turkey Hill is as good as Briars. There's no difference. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, and I love Ben and Jerry's, but. Have I mean, you had Turkey Hill soft serve? I've had, I don't know. Cause I mean, like. I, I think their soft serves better than their hard ice cream. If I, I knew do. it was Turkey Hill, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it. I just had bad wow. bad experiences with Turkey Hill hard ice cream that just ter- tastes terrible. I would rather eat a store brand like Wegmans or Tops than eat Turkey Hill. Um, so El Guapo in the chat said his dad delivered Hostess for 25 years, so he had unlimited access to all Hostess products. And he says, I was very popular at lunch. Now, this is the thing. This yeah, thing- if you could swap Twinkies back in the day, the real Twinkies at lunch, you were a king. Oh, please. Well, this is the thing. I was a, I was a milk monitor at school, so I got <laughs> Because my dad was a teacher at school, I so got. You cut into the cookies. You ate them. I know. No, you. no, no. I got. I got in. I got my lunch. I ate my lunch before everybody because I was selling milk, and I also got like free cookies and free stuff. And I would sell them for like ten cents a cookie because they were like cookies like this monstrous. But no, the, if El Guapo knows the answer to this, to tell me because this pisses me off. My favorite because you know Hostess had the apple pies. Yeah, those were good. And then they had they had apple pies, they had cherry pies, and they had lemon pies. Yeah, the lemon I like best. I love the lemon best. And I could I cannot find a lemon pie to you know it's nowhere anymore. None. Yeah, I'm not sure the lemons around anymore. That's a good point. And it's great. It, they were great. They were the best. Yeah, so, I thought they were the best. Cherry was the next best. Yeah. Apple's apple, like apple, like see, because Drake's made those, and those weren't as good as the host. Tasty cake. Tasty cake put out a real good French apple. And, you know, that was always good. I, I, again, I, I got I'm spoiled because again, yeah. the fact that my dad had a grocery store and that's who we had most of our stuff through. It was Tasty Cake for. Now I think if we took a sugar level of all of them, I think Tasty Cake's the highest. I didn't know anything about Tasty Cakes until uh, <coughs> you know the ta- you know uh, the case of Tasty Cakes on the on the on the flyer yeah. the podcast. I didn't know anything about them. And that, was, that was your region. That was your. That's how you knew the re- it was a regional. Wow, that's how you found out. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I found out. And then when I was at the draft, you know, the, uh, in 2014, 2014, I actually had one. Yep. And then one more thing, and then we'll we'll start. I'll tell you what, I I oh. haven't eaten all the tasty cakes because I don't eat a lot of that stuff. But the peanut butter candy cakes are good. Those oh are good. God, yeah. Especially stick them. You stick them in the fridge. Yeah, though I've never yeah, done that. We'll but that's freeze, good. You, know, you freeze them, but you have to refrigerate because then that chocolate just has that just right level of yeah. Just, when you bite into it, it's like it's like biting into it. It's biting into a uh, like a chocolate bar. It's solid. It beats little Debbie's or any it's other. Perfect. Yeah. And you know how these you know how these companies work. If if they sell if they put out like their their cavalcade of items and the and one of the items doesn't sell, then they won't sell them in that or they won't you know put them on the well, shelf in Canada. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Canada's moon, like our test market. It is. Moon pies. I mm-hmm. never had a moon pie here because they were apparently unpopular in, in, in Buffalo. And I only had a moon pie like when I went downstate and visited. Uh, you know, that's like oatmeal cookies with like a with like a, a mm-hmm. white frosting in between. And they're, yeah. oh, they're damn good, but it's like they're good. they are they're good. They're good. once in, in a blue moon area, it was scooter pies. They didn't have the moon pies. Yes. Same thing. They I can't believe really I, I, I really just said once. We're mentioning moon pies. I just said once in a blue moon. I just realized what I just said. Yeah. 
Fantastic. Way to go. More, more tea. <laughs> All right. Hello, hockey world. Today, <clears throat> today is Thursday, April 2nd, 2020. I'm Anthony Magione from Sunrise Philly Magazine. I'm Russ Cohen from Sportsology, and clearly the tang is not working on Mike's cough. I just choked on some water. Mike, you've had this cough for like a month. <clears throat> that, thanks, Russ. I'm Michael Lagello, and this is the Hockey Buzzcast here on HockeyBuzz.com. And we... This is the podcast that comes to you every Monday through Friday at this time. we <laughs> on the comings and goings in the hockey world. And I am Eklund. There you go. And I am sorry Smooth. for my play. I had a little Smooth. We, thing we, going we, on here. We covered. We covered. And we oh, got caddying on the golf course. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Nothing nearly that interesting. Excuse me, sir. I never slice. I guess we're, I mean, we're all kind of living with our, you know, families all the time right now. So it's kind of funny. Sometimes there will be, um, we have this one room that we call the meltdown room. If you're going to have a meltdown, just go there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a punching bag in there. You have bedrooms in your home. That should be the meltdown room. Go, everybody should have their own individual meltdown areas. They do. They do. But, you know, but we, we're a family. It's funny. We're just a family that, like, we are, we do tend to be like all together all the time we just like mm -hmm. our kids you know still more often than not will sleep in our room like we have another we have we have another bed in our room for that purpose um they just like to come in our room so so but sometimes you know we so the melton room was being utilized this morning for a little bit and has some things had to be talked about but everything's fine it's tough i have a daughter who's a senior in high school this is a really bad time to be a senior in high school like you know yeah because i teach three classes of them so it's i, I will uh, tell you yeah, Honestly, you know, this wouldn't have bothered my senior year at all because I used to come in late third period every day. I'd literally go to three classes and I'd walk home. I got so the thing about that, right? That's what that's what my daughter wants to do. Like she wants to she wants the joy of being able to do that. You know what I mean? That's like, what she should do. Yeah, but she can't do that. You know, so she's missing class. The joy of being able to blow it off on your own. Yeah, if you did your schedule right. I had um, home. Well, if you had enough classes in your past, then you could probably have less classes in your senior year. That's what happened so, to me. Senior right. Year. She's, well, missing out on, she's missing out on senior skip day. That's right. I, I would have being able to be part of like, you know, senior skip day, which is a big deal if you've been in school all the time. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. Have there was only one problem. My dad was a teacher at the school. The school uh, was 15 miles from where I lived. So if I skipped, I was stuck in the city of Buffalo. Here, here's how bad and corrupt my school was. First period was homeroom. Second period, I made sure I had study hall. So I either didn't show up or if I showed up, third period was like shop. And the, the driver's ed teacher would come in and get me out of class so I could play basketball in the gym with all the other gym teachers. Like yeah, he yeah. literally would come either sign me out of study hall or sign me out of the next class and oh, yeah. play full court basketball. Yeah, you see that that, that kind of stuff. See, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're like, you know, they canceled the prom, they're canceling, you know, they're, they're working on graduation, things like that. All that stuff is like, you know, so. Yeah, that's that's tough. It's tough to like, you have to console people. Here. Now, we actually have some minor breaking news. And Let's start with the minor breaking news. It, and it's related to the Rangers. So, uh, Russ, the Rangers have signed uh, college free agent Justin Richards from Minnesota Duluth uh, to a entry-level contract. Didn't say how long, but... Uh, I'm sure you've probably seen him. At I have seen him a couple of years. He's not a star or anything. I think you're probably looking at like a fourth liner. Mm -hmm. I think that's where you're looking at. I believe he's a center and he's good on faceoffs. He's good defensively. I don't think the goals that he's scoring, they're going to translate a lot in the NHL. 
Right. But I think he's just one of those, you know, good, solid players that, yeah, you might be able to have. Because right now they have Greg McKegg on the fourth line, right? So at some point, Greg McKegg won't be the guy, and maybe someone like Justin Richards will be the guy. Right. And and now that you know, yesterday the, the Leafs made a couple minor signings. One, uh, Philip Crawl, a defenseman they drafted a couple years ago, and Kristen's uh, uh, Rubens, another defenseman who was an, on an AHL contract. The, the only thing I, I, that's notable about that is, and I, I, wanted to, I wanted to put this out there, with the uncertainty right now of when the draft is going to be, when something, you know, obviously July 1st would be free agency, but we don't know what the season is going to be. So June 1st is when 2018 draft picks normally have to be signed by. Otherwise, they go back in the draft. But because we don't know when the draft is, all these dates are up in the air. So I think the signed by dates are going to stay the same. I want to mention something, though. Normally, we would not be talking about Minnesota Duluth players right now because they wanted a chance to three-peat for an NCAA championship, which is never going to happen. Yeah. And, right. and that's a shame. That's why those guys are finally signing because it's that's like a thing too. I mean, like another I can't do it. That's just a tough situation for it. I, I, those are the kids I really feel bad for. Like honestly, like us loved, you know, year to year to year. It doesn't much matter. We miss a couple of months, it's fine. I I, I like it. I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> but like yeah, but the um but yeah, you know, it's it, the people who are like going through like monumental years, like those people who are planning getting married or whatever, or people and I think we missed this on the show, sorry, Eck. Um when the blues signed Scott Perinovich, he yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he's one of the best, if not the best, college defenseman, and I think in a year he'll be in the NHL. I think they'll let him play a year right. in the AHL. He's a terrific skater. He's re- he's great on the power play. He's smart. He's the guy that that took third time to actually get drafted. But and I was so thrilled when this kid got drafted. I was because yeah. it's just he has a lot of talent. But there were reasons why everybody would talk themselves out of not drafting him. Right. But, th- but this is the thing that's, and, and, you know, I'm probably going to write about this eventually because, you know, obviously sometimes there's a lull in the news. Um, the team, the, sometimes <laughs> the, the team, the teams like, and okay, a team like Tampa Bay didn't get royally screwed by this because the guys that they traded for like uh, Barkley Goudreau and like Blake Coleman had another year on their contract. They're not getting the full yeah. value, but at least they have them for next year. A team like Vegas got gets royally screwed yeah. out of this out of this whole situation because they traded a second round pick for for Robin Leonard. And Leonard, if if the season never comes around, he walks. He goes away. They they gave up a second round pick for what two games? Well, so uh, that, I'll, this, that, this, that like, happened. To- Teams, you know, and the other team along those lines, Mike, I'll sit there and say, you know, that the I was talking to somebody in Florida because yesterday or a couple days ago, I wrote an article about, you know, UFA to be Mike Hoffman, who is going to be like, yeah, you know, I think right. a serious player. Mike Hoffman, you know, isn't going to, the Panthers know he's not coming back there. They've known he's not going back there for a couple of years now. They know he's made right. it very clear he's going to test the free agent market. Um, one of their better players, Panthers in a bat in a playoff race, don't trade him at the deadline, you know, they don't move him at the deadline at all. And, yeah. uh, you know, with first round draft picks out there, possibly, you know, for them. Well, or The fact that there is, you know, this sliver of hope, um, PK Subban was on ESPN's first take today talking about hockey and, and then other things. Eventually it got out. He's a Cowboys fan. So he wanted to talk about the Cowboys and there was a whole thing with that, but getting back to the hockey. It's funny. I always he, like, okay, now I don't, that's okay. It's cool. He would like to have it be a 31 team tournament. Yeah. And he, he would like those pesky devils to be 
in that. And totally asinine. And, and I couldn't believe that really nobody on the panel challenged that, but that just shows how little they care about hockey. Yeah, but the but problem is, the problem is, Russ, they don't even know that there are 31 teams I know. in the league, let alone. I, I mean, mean the, the other thing, I mean, the, the Stephen A. might, he did cover the 2010 Stanley Cup. I saw him there and I asked Stephen A., Stephen A., what are you doing covering the Stanley Cup? Because he was covering it for the Inquirer because he used to work for them and then they they just gave yeah. him like a, a gig for that Stanley Cup and he goes, make it a living. And he walked away. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I've heard a couple different things, you know, like I've heard, um, I've heard that if they Perfect go. Perfect answer, by the way. <laughs> I heard something that's kind of. I heard I, I respected it. And I don't know if this is out there or not. It may be out there. I haven't read it, but I, I was talking to somebody. And if it's not out there, I probably should just write it and not talk about it. But I'll talk about it now and say it um, because it probably is out there. Because I don't know. I'm trying to keep up with everything that's out there. But there was a concept that if you jump right to the playoffs, the non playoff teams would have their own little tournament. Have you heard about this? Oh, a loser all- tournament? Is that what we're going to call it? Other than a it's 31 team playoff, this is even worse. This is an even worse idea. I know. Instead, instead of, of, of instead of, of, like Mike said, instead of the draft lottery, they would have the teams that don't make it would have a tournament to and whoever wins that tournament gets the first pick in the draft. Yeah, they could care less. They could care less. So this whole season was just practice. Is that what this was? I don't. Know. I mean, I. I Listen, in the past, I did actually propose this concept of like, you know, at the. Tra- I remember. Remember, if you're at, if you're done if you're done at the trade deadline, if you're out of the trade deadline, you know, oh or at some point, you know, the record from the trade deadline on. Yeah, but there's a point. opposite, like it's asinine. It right. well, of all things, this might. I mean, there have been some pretty dumb ideas out there. This may have been the most asinine suggestion I've heard. And what, it, and what, what, that, what that does, <laughs> what that does, is that rewards the the non-playoff team that's the best of the non-playoff teams rather than the one who deserves it, which is the team that's the worst. And what do the players get out of it? I mean, it's 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 like, congratulations, you got your team, you helped them win the lottery. Well, oh, here, congratulations. You now, we're not going to draft a player who is potentially going to replace that's you the in the long run. That's the best part of it. Yeah, that's a great idea for a That's the best part of it. You're out there busting your butt, you know, for a guy, because those guys are all playing. The way, they're doing nothing else at this time. What do we always say? Those guys are playing for jobs, right? Right. We always say. Exactly. <laughs> this is just a ridiculous thing. It's the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, yes, that's exactly what it worked my so, rear end so off you, for a guy who's going to replace me. Punky Colzazine in the chat room. Uh, you know, a real hat tip if this hasn't been said again, it may have been said, but for calling this the toilet bowl would be fantastic. <laughs> um, anyway, I agree, I agree, but, with but, but, but sponsored by Drano, but no, man, Anthony, we had we had Dennis Marouk on yesterday. Dennis mm-hmm. Marouk was on the Minnesota North Stars and gets traded. Why? Because they had the number one pick in the draft, they had Bobby Smith, and they needed to create, uh, they needed him, they needed to trade him to yeah. clear space so Bobby Smith could be the number one. Center. Carpenter. No, no, it was it was Bobby oh, Smith. No, Smith. It was Smith for the North Stars. That's right. Stars. It was yeah, Carpenter so for the for the Capitals. Right. And then he got traded again. He got traded back yeah. to Minnesota. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's I mean, it's like I mean, why uh, honestly, if the if the NHL proposed that the NHLPA should say kiss my you know what? Because that's ridiculous. You can't let these other teams in any kind of tournament because they all played at least what seventy games. Yeah. And it was obvious after seventy games, who was not going to make it? Right. Really, I mean, there might be, again, four teams where you look at it and say, okay, you had some sort of chance. We'll do something for you. But everybody else should be it's sitting the hockey, It's the and- hockey-related revenue cup. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> All this is. Yeah. Yeah. No, you all want to still make money? Keep this, playing uh, and you'll keep making those, money. Yeah. It's not those teams. <laughs> right. Make money. And, um, I mean, I do think that all right, if we take all the like hockey purist thing out of us and all that stuff, 
I'm going to play devil's advocate because someone has to, right? A little bit. But <laughs> I think there is something. I mean, I think it would be fun. I think I think it would be fun from a, from a perspective, like from the outside perspective to watch it, um, to see how it played out, you know, like for anything that could happen, you know, like it just, it would be kind of fun. Okay. You know, because instead of this ping pong ball, you know, craziness that we see, like it would be kind of fun to have like something that mattered for the first round, first pick overall. I'll tell you what will happen, Nick. I mean, what will, happen, what will happen is because there's going to be so many games, NBC will say, Hey, look, the rest WrestleMania has been taped in advance. Yeah. Let's just tape these games and we'll show five of them a day. It'll be like get leaked. Until they get leaked till some, some enterprising individual leaks it. Yeah. It'll be like the Champions League on NHL Network. Right. Nobody cares. But do you remember um years ago when we were kids? I was just talking to somebody. I was talking to an old player about this. Oh, man, this is this is brings back some memories. So uh, I forget who was involved in it. But you remember they had the the when the NHL they had the like the the Pepsi shootout challenge or whatever it was called. It was called yeah, the, yeah, the show showdown. The showdown. Remember, and this, this well, for those of you who are younger, what it was was in between when NBC was like the, the first major network to have hockey on it. Um, NBC would have these things. I think they were between like the second and third period or whatever, where they had. Well, they got it. They they got it from CBC because CBC did it. It was. Okay, hockey. Well, I remember it in America. Yeah, it was yeah. hockey in Canada, and they've been like you would have say a goaltender like Donnie Edwards from the Sabers. Right, and, right. And, and they were all filmed in this all day. Yeah. Right. They were all filmed in one one day. And it was an interesting thing because the way it played out was, um, you know, so I was I was talking to a player who was involved in it. Um, it was it was it was a straight up like breakaway competition, you know, shootout yeah. shootout competition to see who was going to be the best. And they were like brackets, and they and they went down and they went down. And it was kind of it was fun to do. And I'm kind of like part of me wants to see if the NHL could do something like that during this period of time. You know, like if you get somebody whose test is okay to come in. It was sort of it was sort of like. The old Russ, it was sort of like the old home run derby that they yeah, exactly like home run derby. The thing about it was this because they because the way they did it, the way they filmed it, um, where you would where a player would because they couldn't get all the players in at the same time, so they would have all the players shoot against all the goalies, and then they would and, then, and so they would have it as much as best they could. So because they didn't know, like so, like a guy wouldn't know if he was shooting against somebody who was already eliminated or not or if the studio was so they had all these pots they had everything filmed so that they could actually weed it down to the what they really needed it yeah they bracketed it but it, i'm pretty sure and somebody in the chat can tell me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure who ended it was harold ballard because harold ballard denied i think daryl sittler or lanny mcdonald one of this leaf the leaf star <laughs> of course from, he from participating in it why I think, I, because i think it was an nhlp it was i think it was an nhlpa sponsored event and, yeah. and ballard was very anti-union so that i think that was the justification for it that's but, interesting oh yeah. man that, that, that's, 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 that's a good story actually you know kevin kevin allen might know about that we talked about that we'll talk about that yeah with him tomorrow he'll be on um but yeah i think that that that's just to me was like pretty Pretty crazy, pretty pretty crazy. But, I mean, they're gonna have to think outside the box. I mean, I would, I would like something like that to happen now. It'd be kind of fun. I don't think it can happen quite yet, but I, I think it, I think that that has a chance of actually happening uh, more now because the, there is you know relative peace between the NHL and the PA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, you know, I wonder if you know you could actually get these guys together to do it, like it, it, in a certain in a certain way, like get it. You know, I don't know. I, I you know, it's it's not a big deal, but it would be a fun thing for people to look forward to. I'm just looking for things that the NHL, the NHL still needs to do more in a period of time. The NHL needs to do more than they're doing. I'm, I'm really, with all the internet and everything, I get replaying all these games. They have to come up with something more creative. I actually, I'm actually talking to him about some things actually, but I won't get into that. But well, I, 
Hey, we got a show here, guys. We have a show. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things that have to happen, you know, that, that could happen. They're, they could do so much more. I mean, these Zoom things with the four players, whatever, they're fun, but they need to be more of them. I mean, there's yeah, but they are. They do seem to be trying. There are like, I mean, I know that the the, the Leafs uh, made Kyle Dubas available. The Sabers made Jack Eichel available yesterday. I think they're trying. They realize that people in the media. I mean, normally this is this is the time. Like today would have been the second last home game for the Leafs. Uh, Friday or Saturday would have been the last one, and then playoffs would have started next week. Would have been the last yeah. Flyers. This would have been the last Flyers home game. I know that. Yeah, yeah. So I think they realize that we're starving here for for news and so you know that's why maybe these signings will get done because at least they're doing something. They're being proactive. Well, and we had talked about doing something that they should do. Like they should get like they should get a bunch of players together to watch slap shot or something like that, and just have the players the reaction to the thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know, like, mystery, mystery hockey theater three thousand. I know it would. I think it would be phenomenal. I mean, these guys are at their best when they're just screwing around. Mm -hmm. uh, they're much better when they're off the cuff, like them when they're being asked questions about this. But here's the thing: if they're being, here's the thing, and and the players have mentioned this: the fact that a lot that the the Zoom things have been a little bit awkward because the thing is, you know, it's not yes. private. Everybody's watching it, right? And they, I, and I wonder just how. Yeah. Truly, you have to have that per You have to be able to figure out the guys who would be completely comfortable with yeah. that. And, I mean, that's, and that's tough, especially with hockey players. I think what's what's the yeah. what's the most new, no, notable thing that's been said in any of these Zoom mm -hmm. things? The the Zidane Chara comment about Tuka Rats. The back, well, we also have Backstrom too. Backstrom got you know a little bit of because he said you know because and, and people took took it to the nth degree about him saying Ovi always wants the puck. Yeah. And people took it as in, oh, he doesn't get the puck pass, so Obi, Obi, Obi's a puck hog. And it's like, no. And, and he's got to go back in scramble mode back. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we know how he plays, and I love passing him the puck. But it's like you can't sort of – right. You, you are off the cuff, and then all of a sudden people have issues. See, the, and the, it's the, like, the, problem, the problem here, Eck, is that we're dealing with players in the post Roenick in the post Roanick world in terms of spitting chiclets where, you know, his career was basically destroyed by something stupid that he said on that show. Yeah. And do you think that these players were, I mean, I think they realize they've been trained enough in terms of handling the media that they won't right. do that. I need a second. Give me a second guys. Okay. This is what's going on outside my house. Cause I, and the, you know, you know, no one's knocking on your doors. So as it turns out, my loving wife, um, my Cornell alumni wife um, last night decided to order three cases of beer delivered to our house. <laughs> Which I didn't know about. So that's what's happening right now. Three cases of beer are being delivered to our house. Okay. There you go. Can't beat that, right? I don't drink. So obviously, getting along with you is going to be easier. Only, is it, is it, get through these next couple of months. Is it Rolling Rock? No. <laughs> no Listen, if, if you're going to go with what people at Cornell drank back in the day, Amstelite. No, it may have been PBR or something yeah. slightly no, better. Jenny Cream Ale. No, Jenny Cream. No, used to drink with Kent Manderville. Used to hang out. Slits down here. No, yeah, <laughs> they, they, uh, yeah. Jenny Cream, Cream Ale was was basically the Ivy League. The drinking Ivy League school, no questions asked. Like every every reunion I've been to there, it's just like every every memory is like. Is like remember that day when it snowed? We were so hammered that day. Yeah. If you went to Oneonta or Plattsburgh, you were drinking Jenny Cream Ale. Yeah, yeah. I guess when it's that cold up there, it's, yeah. it's made in Rochester. Anyway, <laughs> Rochester. Happy, I, I really apologize for the interruption there. No, that's all right. But we should get to our other. We're gonna, we're gonna get to our movies now. All right, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna talk sports movies today a little bit, and um, 
And I want to get, so I, I think, uh, and we're going to talk all different kinds. So how, how would you like to do this? How would you guys like to do we'll this? Just, we'll, we'll just, we'll take the, we'll take the sport. We'll start with baseball and just go okay. around the horn. Um, if you have one, if you have, you know, you have a tie, go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say all five or six baseball ones, but there are so, so many bad ones that, but Anthony, go ahead. What's your worst baseball movie? Major League Three, Back to the Miners. It's pretty bad. Oh, wow. I didn't even watch that. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Like on HBO once, I didn't see it. In the, it I'm not even sure. If, I'm not even sure if he even made theaters. Oh, I remember Scott Bakula was in it. Yeah, I thought the. I and thought I mean, two, two was you could tell it was kind of almost. It was, it was a rehash of one, yeah. and then three was just it, it, it was a tra- it was just a train wreck. Corbin Burnson had become the owner of the Twins in it. <laughs> I don't even remember all the details. All I know is that it was utter crap. They they bring some so, Japanese guy who throws his bat around. Well, he was in the second one, the Japanese guy, I think, in the second one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like I, I, all I know is that that I remember watching that going, yeah, we need that's we're done. Stop. Okay. Ak, your worst baseball movie. It's gonna be funny because people are doing totally disagree with me on this, but I watched it recently because I thought it would be fun to show the kids because it's something I remembered enjoying as a child. Um, but it doesn't hold up at all. I mean, not at all. And that is the Bad News Bears. Really? Oh. Bad News Bears is just horrible. I mean, it's a bad... The original, movie. the first one. The first Walter, one. The Walter Matt 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 the yeah, it's, 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 it's such a classic. We use it, and it's been a term that's become, like, you know, part of our vernacular. It's like, you know, like, oh, like, they're like the Bad News Bears, whatever, whenever. It's a hot, yeah, the Buttermaker was great. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it, he's, he's, it, you know what it is? It's like... The movies are just, like, like you know... I mean, we all kind of have... Archie Bunker characters. What do you Right. Have? And we kind of have this thing, like, you know, where, you know... I, my wife and I like one of the things we love to do is binge like '90s movies, like you know Breakfast Club and all yeah, those yeah. movies. You know, like uh, some kind of wonderful. That's six- not a '90s movie, Breakfast Club. That was '80s. That's '80s. '80s. And it's, I think some kind of wonderful. It's, it's, we're getting to that point, Eck, where the where the errors. I know are they're all the blind, right? but I'm gonna say the oh, '80s movies. You know, all the who made all those movies. The guy who died recently. Or oh, John Hughes. Yeah, John Hughes. Right. All the all the John Hughes movies. Oh, like yeah, any movie with like you know. Ali Sheedy in it, really, pretty much. So, yeah, who I love. I was a huge <laughs> Ali Sheedy kid, and I was in the 80s. Ali Sheedy was going to be my wife. So, um, all right. So that, but but when you watch one of those movies with your kids, I mean, you know, guys, don't, you know, if you don't have kids, you know, it's different. But when you watch one of those movies with your kids, you're like, I got it. You got to sit down and watch Saint Elmo's Fire. All right, we're gonna sit down and watch that, you know, whatever, or some okay. movie like that. The, it just, it's amazing how you know how politically correct we've gotten in the world. And how like there's some of the things that are being and and you know for good reason and some of the things that are being said you're just like I, you can't I, 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 you try your best you're like well the times were different you're like yeah you guys rest you know I, like, I, like, I, get, <laughs> I get what you're saying because like Vic Morrow slaps his kid on the pitcher's mound in that movie and that like, is, you cannot watch it I mean because what has happened after all these years it's like I have no kids I'll watch it Kelly yeah, Lee great. I think it's phenomenal. You'll watch it, but you'll have to shift your way of thinking back to then when you sure. watch it. Because if you no you to watch that's it, hard for, that's not hard for us. Come on, no. No. imagine it's been the time warp for the last third, 25, 30 years. Imagine this. I'm, I'm, I'm like this, this guy. I'm like, and I put it on the Twitter. I'm like, I'm putting. I got a great movie for you guys. I just made it with all my made it with all my friends, and it's and you put out Bad News Bears like to the world right now, as it is. You would just, no, but of course you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, every, no, every, every every piece of art is is has to be viewed in correct. the time frame that it's in. Right. If you use it, if you use a modern, if you use a modern lens on it, it, it you're right. It, it it's it becomes difficult to hold up. All right, well, we gotta we gotta keep going. All right, baseball, right. Russ, go ahead. All right, I, I'm gonna go with the Babe. That was with John Goodman. Yes. I attempted yeah. to watch it. 
I got to a point where they actually had Babe Ruth hit an inside the park home run on a ball that he hit straight up, which never happened in real life. It certainly never happened for John Goodman because John Goodman, he had to lose weight to play Babe Ruth. Let's start there. <laughs> and he also threw out his shoulder. I think he had to get shoulder surgery after that movie. That's how bad that movie was. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 worse. Than, it, I didn't think it was it was possible to be worse than the William Bendix. It maybe. was worse. I mean, I'm sorry. He is such an iconic character. How can you not make a good movie about him? And the couple attempts that they have done have been hideous. I um, know. Okay, it, there are so many ones. Ed with uh, with uh, with Matt LeBlanc, where he's playing a baseball with a monkey. I got that confused with most valuable primate. I'm like, which what movie was LeBlanc in that involved an animal? I didn't watch <laughs> it, but I remember the these are these are quick, quick honorable mentions. Mister Three Thousand with Bar Bernie Mac. Yeah, uh, Little Big League, which is more of a kids movie. That yeah. was okay. I wouldn't. Well, I, leave that, I leave that alone. It's a kids movie. Rookie, right. of, the year, rookie of the Year with Gary Busey. No, that was horrible. The, yeah, the absolute worst. The absolute worst is a movie called The Scout with oh, yeah, Brendan Fraser and yeah. Albert Brooks. It is so embarrassingly bad. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I can't. And Albert Brooks is good in a lot of things. And Albert Brooks is yeah. He clearly did this one for the money. And Brendan yeah. Fraser, other than a couple different, a couple movies. Well, unless he's frozen in time or he goes back in time, he's no good anyhow. Right. Okay. Uh, basketball. Uh, act. Do you have one? Um, yes, yes. We just watched it the other night. Space Jam. Oh, Space Jam basketball, which is the Michael Jordan crossover. Um, where you have the yeah, the it's another one that doesn't hold up. I, I agree. Think it's a kids' yeah. movie, so I don't really take it seriously. No, but it's still, I mean, it's it's it was a kids' movie, but with Michael Jordan in it, obviously, it's gonna people are gonna watch it, like adults right. are gonna watch it. So it's it, no it, it, about it. Space Jam is not only not only is it surrealistic and it's so bad that you might think you might almost call it good. At times, because it's like so bad, but it is it, it destroyed two things that I love, which are Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes. Like two of them, two of the things that are just should not be destroyed. <laughs> aren't aren't they remaking that with LeBron? I thought they have yeah, that they're yeah. Okay, uh, Anthony, basketball. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna pull this one way back from antiquity. Uh, the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Oh, oh my god, with my, with my old with my old what's all time favorite NBA player and Russ yeah. is probably too. Doctor, right? What's that? Isn't that Gabe Kaplan? No, 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 that's All I know is the movie was so bad, Pittsburgh has never had a basketball team. This is like, let's go Dr. J in as many scenes as we can. That's what they did. Ross. Yeah. All right, so on this one, this one's called The Bobby Knight Story. Now, here's the actual story on this one. This was an ESPN movie. ESPN was starting to produce movies, and they were sending them to me at Sportsology to review. Brian Dennehy played Bobby Knight. I remember and he, this. He was out of breath for half the movie. And then when someone would throw him the ball, he would like look at it like it was the strangest thing he'd ever seen in his life. Like he didn't know what a basketball was. I put up an honest review about this movie and ESPN never, ever sent me a screener again. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, Russ. See, that, that, so that, movie, that movie makes the Bronx's burning seem like Patton. And I mean, Dennis, he's a good actor, but this was a great hard. actor. But okay. not this was out of his depth, yeah. Yes. My choice would have been my choice would have been what Anthony chose, which is fish, fish at St. Pittsburgh. But uh, my my next one on the list, and I'll put it out there, is the all time classic, Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg and Frank. Oh, Lennon. I never saw that. Oh my god, where Whoopi Goldberg basically gets to coach the New York Knicks, makes yes. foul shots, and then they start winning. I mean, it's 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 which the, nowadays uh, is really far fetched. Right. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, football. Uh, Ross, you start. All right, with football, any given Sunday. Now, that movie, here's the problem with that movie. Every action scene seemed to have some sort of either thunder or lightning yes. for the weather in the background. It was Everything was extreme. It was dark. Al Pacino was yelling. Al Pacino would give like a 30-minute speech at halftime, which coaches don't have time for. No. Al Pacino was so not believable as a football coach. It was mm -hmm. awful. What I, what I found weird about that movie was the, the, the guy who was the director of photography that, for that movie was the same guy who did JFK and won an Oscar. He was so obsessed with doing flashbacks to like – Pacino's dad, who was like playing in a leather helmet in the nineteen yes. twenties. What the hell does that do? Anything? It's so bad. This movie. Oh, okay, act uh, football. Uh, go, movie. Go, come back to me. I got a text from Tony. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Anthony, go ahead. Football movie. All uh, right, this one. This one actually, I think, was a made-for-television movie, but hopefully, this counts. The Bear with Gary Busey playing yes. Bear. Bryant. Oh yes. Talk about a guy that was just. You want to talk about a guy who is just not cut out. Now, Tom Berenger did a good job in, in, in that. Yeah, Berenger did a great job. He's always there. good. Yeah, but but Gary was just utterly just. Ooh, okay, terrible, I, terrible, terrible. All right, I'll, I'll 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 go here next, actually, while you're looking. Yeah, I got I got mine. I mean, okay, I'm, go ahead, go ahead. Um, now I'm usually I I'm, I I live with a strong feminist. My favorite baseball movie is very good feminist strong feminist movie. But um, then this well, this one tried to be this and failed on so many levels that it became like actually the opposite of uh, opposite of feminism, and that would be Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. Oh, oh I never saw that. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's uh, with uh, Wesley Snipes and uh, Woody Harrelson as players. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Wildcats and Goldie Hawn is your you know what, what, a female football player, a female high school coach who's being who's being sued for custody of their kids yeah. by her by her devote by her husband. It's it's so it's so so it's horrendous, and it, it actually has like and we tried to watch another one we tried to watch like not too long ago because and and I, I was watching it with my wife. I'm like, oh, remember Goldie? Hawn? We were talking about we were like going through Goldie oh, Hawn movies. I, I, my honorable mention because I felt like I didn't know which sport it really covered more was basketball. Oh uh, yeah, I I, and I I don't know what to I don't know how you categorize <laughs> it. It sucked on either baseball or basketball, so I I, I didn't include. Okay, yeah, that There's, was the South Park guys did. A that. couple honorable mentions from my early days at the movie theaters: a movie called Lucas with Corey Haim. I heard I saw that. that Charlie cool. Sheen. He, it's basically the nerd playing football, and then he ends up getting hurt. Yeah, and and Winona Ryder, who's we all, stayed away, from, we all stayed away from Rudy. I noticed so. Yeah, yeah Rudy was okay. It, it, Rudy, was okay. It, it was it was it was milk toast. That's yeah. that's in, that's in the overrated, that's in the overrated category. With the, with yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so not terrible. Lucas Johnny B. Good with Anthony Michael Hall, and that was Arthur awful. And terrible. Uh, the runner-up is Leatherheads with George Clooney and John Krasinski. He thought yeah. whatever reason Clooney pushed that movie he thought it was going to be like his sports movie he was the producer I think yeah, yeah. sports he may have even uh paid no, for the he, didn't, he didn't direct it he didn't direct no, no, but he may have paid for the movie oh I, well he paid a lot for it I think it, he financed it but he talked about that movie like it was going to be a classic and yeah. it was like slapstick it was, it was terrible but my my worst football movie is called Everybody's All-American with Dennis Quaid. I remember that. That is not a bad movie. I disagree. Dennis Quaid it's, did a good acting okay. job. Well, he, did. he did a good acting job. Quaid was good. But, you it, was, know. it was a, it was just a terrible, terrible movie. It was, a, it was more of a. It was kind I of. I think a that's a middle of the road movie. I would not rip it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't kill it. Well, you think Leatherheads is worse? Oh yeah, 
Okay. Okay. I would agree with that. All right. Hot. We'll, we'll go to hockey. All right. Let me go. Let me go first. Sure, we're all going to have the same one. That's the problem. I got. I got. I got. No, no, no. no. I think I have a different one. I got okay. five that are definitely going to be hard to beat. But go. Ahead. I think well, okay. you can't name five until we've all gone. Then you. I'll, I'll go last. last. I'll go last. Okay. I okay, think you I go last. It's the original Miracle on Ice movie. Yeah, that was bad. A TV movie with Carl Malden yeah. and Herb Brooks. It was so put to, it was. You could tell how quick they literally just slapped it together yeah, it with like, together. No, that's a not week of, of it being done. It was. It the looked the, that the Olympics were in February. That movie was out in April. I, mean, I swear, the same guy who scored Starsky and Hutch scored that. <laughs> That TV movie. Andrew, Andrew Stevens as Michael Ruzioni. It was just so yeah. yeah. fans exactly, yeah, Like what Russ said there is exactly, you know, you know what's going on is they're like, you know, from the guy who scored Starsky and Hutch, you know, like they're, they're, they use as many. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean he's going to be good. No, <laughs> right. Uh, it's like if, if there was like a knitting website that I created from the guy who created Hockey Buzz, here's Knitting Buzz, you know. Yeah. <laughs> now this one. This one's going to – it pains me to say something bad about a hometown guy for me, but with Slapshot 2, with Stephen Baldwin, <laughs> the guy who played Barney Rubble, like it's just – did a better job with Barney Rubble. I try to avoid sequels because they're all bad, most of them, but yeah. This was the worst sequel. Like we could all go back and say Caddyshack 2 was an awful sequel. I don't remember the plot of that movie. Remember what, the, what that was about, which is really hilarious? I don't remember the plot. Okay, the plot of that was that the um, – the new owner of the Charlestown Chiefs is trying is, is has this idea to turn the Charlestown Chiefs into like the Harlem Globetrotters of hockey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and basically like take them on a tour. Like you know they're going to be like they're going to have like a like like a Globetrotter thing. The Bingo All Stars traveling. Yeah, yeah. This All is right. the one to me. This is the remake that had the most precipitous drop off in the history of remakes <laughs> from like one that everybody watches, every age group to yeah, nobody was, watched. When was it made? Too it was made like. Pretty long. Like 20, it was only like twenty years after. I think it was twenty years after. You can't, you can't do that. Like that. That like if someone tried to do a Spinal Tap, you know, sequel. Yeah. No, the right. it would be along the same lines to me. Like there are certain things that are well, just. They did X Files that way, didn't they? Here's here here here's the movie, and then we have to go, Anthony. Then then act with his list. Yeah. No, then this is not a sports movie. Here's the greatest precipitous drop from the original to the sequel with the same cast. 48 hours to another 48 hours. That no, was, this one, was the, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Okay, Anthony, go ahead. Hockey. I initially thought about Most Valuable Primate, but I was like, <laughs> I, can't do, I can't do it again. I can't do it to the animals because, again, it's not their it, – it's the humans that are – It is the most ridiculous concept, but it, it is so ridiculous. It it's was okay. terrible. So my next one would have to have been – and this was a monumentally disappointing thing because I really was looking forward to him as a hockey player – and as much of a fan as he is of hockey with the Toronto Maple Leafs, oh, Mystery no. Alaska is a terrible, terrible. Really, movie. Who I, I did not like this. I, I was, I was utterly disappointed. I, I, maybe it's, it's just who's I the fan of the Leafs? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe's a Russell big Crow Toronto Maple Leafs fan. Oh yeah, Crowe's a big Leafs fan. Yeah, he's a huge Leafs fan. Um. But yeah, I, Mystery Alaska was just a monumentally just. It was just it was just a disappointing movie. The other one, Russell already taken away, was Slapshot too. That would have been the other one. Yeah. So he had that. Mystery Alaska was on my list at like number two or three. But I'm going to say right now, with with Slapshot taken at okay. this point, I'm going to say okay. Mystery Alaska. Mac, go ahead, and I, I got a couple more, and I hope they're on your list. But go ahead. All right, a couple more. Um, I'm the and I've watched uh, one of my one of my like secret things I have. I have this notebook 
that I write whenever a hockey reference shows up anywhere. I write it in there, like if it's Simpsons or if it's on Friends or whatever. And I just always enjoyed like writing down a oh, hockey reference because, you know, as a kid, it was hockey references were rare. Now it's like all over the place. But I kind of like to see hockey references. So I've definitely seen almost every hockey movie there is. So um, I'm going to go with I'm going to start off with the Tooth Fairy. Oh, oh, I didn't even we watch got it. the rock dropped in. This oh. is great. <laughs> I didn't even watch it. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who plays a goon, remember, who breaks the goon code. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or no, breaks the code of tooth fairies, I mean. Like, that's what it was. Yeah, like, and reveals the truth about tooth fairies. You don't have to say anymore next. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Um, I'm going to go with um, Mighty Ducks 3, all right, which is like yeah. any Mighty Ducks any movie. Mighty, yeah, Mighty Ducks 1 and 2 were. They all blow. Mighty Ducks 1 is is good. Uh. It is. Mighty Ducks 2 is, is uh, right, it's a little bit more of the same thing. Mighty Iceland, come on, Iceland is, is a hockey power. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mighty <laughs> Ducks 3 is a totally different world. Um, okay. All right. Uh, then I'm going to go with a movie that maybe, you guys might not remember called Ice Angel. Um yeah, that one I don't know. I haven't heard. I this. don't remember that. The film of the okay, I was I looked up. I was looking up the Wikipedia thing. Okay, this film tells the story of Matt, a male hockey player who dies in a game, who dies in a game and comes back to life as Sarah Brin, a female figure skater. Oh wow. no! <laughs> falls into a coma during an accident made by an angel that caused the hockey player to die. So it's a ripoff on Heaven Can Wait. They both share the dream of competing yeah. in the Winter Olympics. Um, the male hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> returns to earth wants to come back as a wants to come back and yeah wants to come back and compete in the olympics right. as a hockey player but it has to do so as a figure skater he does a triple sock out and then beats the crap out of her competition there you go <laughs> i do have an honorable mention that beats everybody's but, but nothing nothing to me my worst one is now my worst one is now which is nothing beats this one and that would be the love guru oh that was awful <laughs> is, it, is, it a, is it a hockey movie yes oh yeah i think that actually if you think about it that sunk mike myers yeah. it did it yeah, and it's still a, around but in terms of him being an apt an actual was a box after, office sell right after, i've never seen a movie kill a guy's career the way that oh movie. yeah i know and it, it's as and the way it portrays french canadians in this movie is like so wrong and so awful yeah, I've never like I've beyond never, um you know makes the slap shot the slap shot portrayal of French Canadian goalies like that makes that look calm. This French Canadian thing, which is and this is done, Liv Govgarish has done many, many years after that. It's just really, really, really bad. Now the other the, 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 the two the two other ones, uh the classic sudden death with Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. Yeah, is brutal. And I have to say, even though it has some good actors in it. That young blood is terrible. It's not terrible. It's terrible. But it really, right, right. again, it's another film you gotta watch. Is the you gotta watch it through the prism of the of the eighties, right? And, and, I'm and, gonna and, give in you that the, respect. It, I, again, I watch it now, and there's stuff in there that you that you absolutely wince at. But I would say it's very much the product of its time. I'll okay. give you one that's on every ten years. It's called Idol of the Crowds with John Wayne. I oh. own a copy of it. <laughs> I'm trying to skate. Of course, it's a mob-related hockey movie. It's so awful. Go to Sportsology. I did a whole write-up on it. It's awful. Okay, other other. Russ took time out of his life to do a write-up, so please read that yes, write-up. It's that bad. Thank Otherwise, you. that way he doesn't feel like he wasted his time doing it. Uh, of others, other sports. Does anybody have a boxing one? Because I have one. 
Nah, I didn't bother. I have a soccer one, but get yeah, and, okay. and a boxing one, Rocky Five, easy. There are worse. There are worse. Ones. I know. I have one for soccer. That's really okay. that's if, my all-time worst movie. If you want to go back a little bit, one called the main event with Ryan O'Neill and Barbara Streisand. Oh yeah, that's yeah. bad. Pretty terrible. Uh, play it to the bone with uh, Antonio Banderas and and Woody Harrelson is also never heard of it. But Digstown? The, what about Digstown with Lou Gossett Jr.? That is the least. Is, that one? <laughs> I, I actually like that. It is a, but it was entertaining. I will say Digstown was actually entertaining. Though, no, so. the absolute worst yeah. is Grudge Match with De Niro and Stallone. That was awful. I watched a couple with, minutes of it. Oh. Right. With, with, with somebody, who played, uh, um, somebody who played Rocky and somebody who played in Raging Bull to have these two – Boxing actor icons basically be seventy years old in boxing. I remember posting a tweet about it saying like when two grandfathers meet in the ring or something. <laughs> oh Someone reminded me of something else. I got a text from somebody who's watching this show. Okay, um, National Lampoon's Pucked. Never saw See, it. I, I saw that. I saw that. I never saw it, but I saw it on a list, and I'm like, I never. We're know. gonna we're gonna keep that one in the old dusty uh, file drawer. And I feel like I want to. feel like I want to pull up a, a preview for it for us to watch. Let me see. I'm gonna do that. Does okay. anybody have a, Does anybody have a golf worst movie? <sighs> golf. I'll give you. I'll give you two. Caddyshack two, obviously. That's an obvious yeah. Um. Okay. Again, a movie with great a great director. And really good actors, and it's just a bad movie. Is the Legend of Bagger Vance? Yeah, I never watched it. I didn't care. Yeah, you know, I mean, Charlize Theron is gorgeous. Matt Damon is a good actor. I like Will Smith. I love your first references. Charlize Theron is gorgeous. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> honestly, it's, it's one of the only pluses in the movie. Anthony, she's beautiful. It's like Cynthia Gibb in in in, in young. Yeah. Mike, you know, I do want an off the thing here, Mike. I've been researching. Slapshot one made twenty eight million. Nobody will even say what Slapshot Two made or didn't make. <laughs> just so you know, it made twenty thousand. Yeah, um, I got a, right. so I got a soccer one, and this one's going to be because this was on a. I was flying back from. I could be through the the prism of the fact that I, you know, just you were tired. And tired, but it was it was a really really bad movie. It's one people probably haven't seen. It was a movie not- called you No, know, it's a soccer movie. It's called United Passions. Never and saw it. it was, with Tim Roth, Sam the other, basically, uh, Tim Roth is playing Step Bladder. If anybody who knows soccer, yeah, knows, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Samuel playing Wild Hollowlands. Basically, it was one. Yeah. It was produced and created and created. It was basically an F, It was a FIFA promotional piece, FIFA thing, and yeah. it was one of the again three actors in it that I really like. And it was as awful as horrific a movie as I've ever seen. It's one of those things. If you're looking for a, tra- a train wreck of a movie to watch one night when you're completely wasted, <laughs> uh, you yes, know, look up United Passions. Check out the IMDb ratings on yeah. it too. Seth Blatter was I the guy was- who he was the guy yeah. who took all the bribes, right, for FIFA. You got, yeah, both of them, him and the same. I think Wal Havlin just uh, Wal I don't know that. Well, name. I mean, they're all. It was just like it was. We're talking about the most corrupt organization in the world actually producing a movie and thinking people were going to go and watch this. Funny. Oh, we have, this is how we created the World Cup, and it's like... Right. Well, here, here's, here's I think, the only movie made about this particular sport, and Russ knows this one very well. The worst arm wrestling movie is definitely over the top. Of I have that. I have that. My, my synopsis for that was you follow a steroid freak and his 12-year-old son through a series of arm wrestling events. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> 
Nice. The, do you have any uh, other sports, alternate sports? Um, no, no. I, I have a few. I have a couple. I have a few yeah. good ones. I, I mean, think when we do the best movies, will be different. But um, Fly, Fly, Flyer Fan Sixteen has got the 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 award here for gymnastics, American Anthem with Janet Jones and Mitch Gaylord. It's horrible. It's horrific. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This this one this one Russ. Well, I mean, they 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 should have they should have. Um, I think they should have charged this movie production with animal cruelty. It was called Hot to Trot with Bobcat Goldthwait and a horse that was talking. That was John Candy's voice. It was. It was. It was. I remember this movie. I don't. <laughs> I vaguely remember. I think it was his first movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, just saw Bobcat, I just saw Bobcat Goldweed documentary recently. I I laid up. Wow. I know. I was really stressed. Talking normally, or was he talking yeah, normally now? Yeah, he's, oh, a, okay. he's a big director, a producer now. Okay. He, he's like he he says I'll never do that scream again. I hate to. All right, I'm gonna get the skating one out of the way because Mike and I have talked about it. Ice castles <laughs> with Lynn Holly Johnson. Because you're not a human being, Russ. Come on, now that's like Ice Castles is a nice movie. A blind figure skater, a just the whole thing. It was a very heartfelt. Movie. Here, no, no, but this is the thing. And the thing from Ice Castles is that we all learned at piano lessons when we were kids. So come on, that's like a blind a blind figure skater who does like four or five right. triple triple jumps who yeah. is basically going to win this tournament or whatever the the, the uh, US championships and then she trips over a pile of friggin roses. <laughs> but there you but go. the other thing was you could see the cutscenes were so bad because you would watch all this intricate skating and then they would cut to her and she couldn't do anything Lynn Holly Johnson. It was it was bad. And, and the oh, a, a close a close second is the cutting edge with D.B. Sweeney and Moira Kelly. Moira Kelly, yeah, I remember that one. Moira Kelly, who got kicked for the West yeah. Wing for being a jerk after one year. I, I mean, I don't remember that one. Moira Kelly. Oh, it was so I bad. I got a ping pong movie. Basically, basically, they converted. D.B. Sweeney was a hockey player, and they. I had a mod. I had a slight to moderate crush on Moira Kelly. Now hold on. Do you have a ping pong movie, <laughs> or am I the only one with a ping pong movie? I, okay, go ahead. Oh boy. The ping pong movie is called Ping Pong Summer. It was in 2014. It was an indie film. Get this. this sounds like something Russ did on Long Island back in the day. <laughs> is this a point starring Ron Jeremy? No, no, but it's an indie film. Susan Sarandon and Leah Thompson. Oh. And it was basically the karate kid of ping pong movies. It was so yeah. obvious. It was like... My um, God, it was just so. It was one of those. If you watch it, you will laugh at every scene. The worst, the worst bowling movie is a movie called Dreamer with Tim Matheson. It was an early HBO. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, I, you know, if you go down bowling movies, you're going to probably talk about. There's not know, that many. There's not that many, obviously, but uh, <laughs> uh, no volleyball. Uh, somebody had balls of fury. Yeah, balls of fury. I was watching that. I don't remember I it. <laughs> But it was. It looked side, bad. Side out. I'm gonna say side out was pretty bad. Side out. Only thing I remember is that the annoying announcer at the tournament, the Cuervo Gold Crown Classic, over and over again, fifty thousand times. That's all I remember about that movie. Arch Karai was in it. It was him and whoever. It was Arch Karai. I remember. That's all I remember about it. I mean, look, it I'm gonna people. Days of Thunder was crap. 
Oh, no, 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 no. See, okay, there you go. Uh, on, for the, on for the racing scenes, the rest of it was just so it was, it was yeah. Top Gun. It was Top Gun in a car. It yes. was. The worst is the worst NASCAR movie, is, I think, is Ricky Bobby. I didn't even bother. I yeah. can't because it's a comedy. Again, it's meant to be kind of dumb. Yeah. So I would go. So Days of Thunder was being much more serious. I would right. go Days of Thunder over over the Ballad of Ricky Bobby because it knew what it was trying to do. It was lampooning, yeah. you know, NASCAR car, NASCAR culture. That's what it was doing. You're not first. You're last. You <laughs> <laughs> remember about that one? <laughs> I'm gonna go with the the worst racing movie would be Turbo. Turbo. Oh, here's the thing. My little one actually really liked Turbo. Yep. I was supposed to watch at least two or three times, and then eventually it wore it wore it wore out its welcome. Who's in that? Is that is that a movie about us? Is an animated movie like a Pixar type? Well, yeah. Well, it was like a slug. It was supposed to be about a snail. About a snail. Yeah, about a snail. A snail that goes through races and NASCAR races. Yeah, as animated movies go, and I have tolerance for a lot. After two or three watches, okay, I'd rather have. Root canal done without the uh, eight without the. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just thought of one. Hold on, guy, keep going. Well, okay, now, the, the, the sequel. Okay, Karate Kid was, and uh, Karate Kid's a good movie. Karate Kid Two is basically a repeat of Karate Kid One. I believe there was a Karate Kid Three. Though the one, the one, the one with Hillary Swank is brutal. The kid, it's they, not brutal. I disagree. I think three, two was interesting because it took you to Japan. A three right. as a kid, but it was terrible when you look back at the, at the lens of it. It's not all great, but I, I don't but blame. The third one was yeah. At that point, it was just like we're kind of rehashing yeah. the same old ground. Actually, you know what was new. awful? Right. The remake of the reboot of it, where they put two seasons out on like yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Or Cobra Kai. Make, yeah. make, make, make Johnny, Johnny and. Uh, Hey, listen! It, it allowed what's a Martin Cove to have a whole second. Uh, I know, but it was second career pitching commercials here for uh, into, <laughs> into it, which I, you know, I'm all for. It was great. I was like, all right, that explains your stress. Right, some people are saying we may have jumped the shark on this show. <laughs> I've got oh, the best oh, one. <laughs> I got two more categories. What else have to do with your time, kids. Hang on, you go for it. Break. Ad <laughs> surfing movie with Keanu Reeves yes. and Patrick Swayze. But the, but the actually—it's not. I wouldn't even call. It, it's just like it's a, a surfing a, movie. The reboot movie. The reboot of that movie is even worse. The one that they just made a few years. Yes. Ago. Yes. Okay. Um, the worst karate movie is called Best of the Best with Eric. Oh, God, yeah, that's yeah. awful. Eric Robert, Roberts. Yeah. Angel Jones is the coach too. Yes. 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 The uh the and the worst the worst rugby movie is Invictus. A a. a, a a Clint Eastwood movie with Matt Damon, who he put on like 50 pounds of muscle to play this rugby guy. I didn't um, even see it. The movie was more about Morgan Freeman yeah. being Nelson Mandela than it yeah. was about, about right. oh, that movie. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, um, we're going to get out of here, but I do want to, we're going to show here as we leave the trailer to the puck movie. Um, okay. Oh, Jesus. Just because I, you know, this is the National Lampoon trailer, so I might have to cut this at any moment. You know, <laughs> You don't have to cut it. We're going to see what happens here. Ready? Here we go. All right. We're playing it. I'm going to turn it up. That's here. Okay. This does not look like the right button. Yeah, I don't think this is the right movie. Yeah. 
That looked like a slasher <laughs> movie. That's just gonna say it looked like <laughs> I'm expecting someone to come out and slit her throat. <laughs> All right. Dennis Jameson doing high sticking call. <laughs> Good job, Max. Two minutes for high sticking. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, remember to go to Patreon if you like to support this kind of show. Patreon.com slash hockey. And um, we would if love to make sure we don't have these kind of shows anymore. Pay us and we won't do them anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah right. If, yeah, it's $5, $5 you want to support the show. $100 a month if you just want us to end the show. $1,000, I'll leave. $100 a month, we won't, we'll no longer do shows. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember without the bus it is just hockey we'll talk to you tomorrow okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.